and welcome to another edition of The One Team We Agree On. I'm Jillian. And I'm Kyle. How are you doing today? I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. Yeah, that was a uh, long uh, weekend. I would say that. It's been a long season. Very and, long. And sadly, it's come to an end with the mm-hmm. Union's one nothing defeat at FC Cincinnati this past Saturday. But even though the union season has come to an end, we're still going to be recording and uh, we're happy you're here with us. So mm-hmm. uh, on today's show, we're going to be reviewing uh, Jillian and I's trip to Cincinnati, kind of talk a little bit about the sights and sounds of the city. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of fun stuff to discuss there. We are going to cover the game, of course. Yep. Um, you were in the supporter section. I was in the press box. And then again, even though the union season sadly over um we got a lot coming up uh during this off season yeah we do and you might recall that we actually started this podcast in the off season and we had plenty of content during the off season in fact we even had i know we had at least 10 episodes before we even had any games because Stu was number 10 oh yeah we had more than that oh yeah uh, we had definitely more than that so a lot coming your way but uh before we get started uh what are you wearing today Okay, well, I don't think I've worn this yet um, on the pod, but this is the um, gray Union um, sweatshirt dress, okay? Um, And it's very comfy, so um, definitely recommend. I got it from the online team store. It's really nice, and it definitely looks really, really comfy. Um, I have not worn it, but... uh... I would think you wouldn't wear it, Kyle. It's for ladies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right but uh, it looks very comfy although maybe on you it'd not be as much of a dress <laughs> yeah um it's very comfy um well you can assume because you haven't worn it <laughs> it looks comfy it is very um and i'm wearing uh the long sleeve philadelphia union um with little smoke in the background under the philadelphia union someone with good taste uh, got you that they did and thank you very much i, I appreciate it so um, before we get started, make sure to subscribe and follow. We'd love to interact mm-hmm. with you as always. Um, we're on Twitter at T-O-T-W-A-G. Um, and then we are on Facebook and Instagram at the one team we agree on. All one word. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. Please like, subscribe, comment. And again. Um, and spread the word. Share it with your friends. There you go. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, let's talk uh, about the weekend that was. Uh, We left Friday, um, Mm -hmm. drove out. It it was a fine drive. Kyle did all the driving, just for the record, to and from. His choice. I offered to switch it up, but he wanted to drive, and I'm not complaining. No, and it's a really nice drive. Of course, Turnpike's a Turnpike, but once you got into Mm -hmm. like wheeling and then into ohio um it was a fine drive i mean it's a drive you could easily do in the day i mean we did it and for us from lancaster it's like seven and a half ish hours if you don't stop right so i mean you're looking at eight nine from the philadelphia area depending Mm -hmm. on where you're coming from but overall a, a really good drive we got in friday evening um we stayed at the where did we stay at the um the Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, the Hilton Garden. Xavier University. Right, right down from Xavier. And I'll tell you what, everybody. Um, I really liked the place. Mm-hmm. It was clean, easy to get in and out of things. It was you, right by the highway. Um, like, you could literally get right to the stadium in 13 minutes. Um, you like, could get anywhere. And that's one. We were like 10 to 15 minutes from, like, everything. And that's one thing about Cincinnati I really like is you can get to any place rather easily. Yeah, that was the one thing right off the bat. I noticed like it wasn't hard to like from where we were right outside Xavier to get downtown um, to Kentucky, you you name it. So um, that was something that stood out to me. Um, and we once we got uh, all settled in, uh, we decided to um, go check out some stuff. Um, of course, us being craft beer lovers, um, we found out mm-hmm. that Cincinnati has a lot of decent craft beer places and uh we checked out a place that was literally like like three, three minutes, minutes down from- the street same road the hotel is on um i actually just went on like google maps and i searched breweries and it's like lo and behold there's one right down the street and it came highly rated so yeah so we went down and checked out um 
Listerman's Brewing Company. Yeah, and um, the thing I'll say about that place is when you immediately walked in there, the the bartender was extremely friendly. Like, mm-hmm. and that was the one thing like, everybody sat there. I think I had like on my iPhone, I was just typing down suggestions because all these people, even people sitting at the bar, start giving us suggestions of places to go, things mm-hmm. to see. Once we told them we were from out of town, but mm-hmm. um, that was the first thing that really stuck out to me was the people in that area right there were extremely friendly they were and um the thing about list listerman's i thought was they had those two stouts on there oh my uh, gosh like amazing yeah we had uh the apollo which was their rye aged stout and then they had mm-hmm. variation on coconut which was really good and which you, you i didn't even get to try the one because you downed it so quick <laughs> it was really good yeah but the ones i had really good um i had this one that was like a christmas cookie oh yeah. my gosh that was so good like all the things that we tried they were really good like I said, the bartender was super helpful as for some of the people sitting there and giving suggestions and um so i thought that was great yeah and it was a really cool little atmosphere as well i had an, an ipa as well and, and that was really good it was a really nice kind of i would say east coast not really in New England, but wasn't really totally hop forward. Um, it was good. Um, and then from there, thanks to the bartender, he um, recommended we go to Gomez. Yeah. So we we were looking somewhere to get food. And um, Gomez is, um, they have Mexican food. They're known for a thing that's basically kind of like a, a taco and a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a turtle and, um, and other people there too were like, oh my gosh, yes, it's so good. And so recommend we go there. So we checked that out and basically you choose your meat. You choose like, if you want, you know, which kind you want, like a taco or a turtle or whatever you choose your meat, you choose the heat that you want or the style, you know, that goes in it. So, um, and I ended up doing a chorizo, um, and I did like Southwest style. And, uh, so it was like a medium heat. And you did the Diablo, which is what the bartender recommended. Yeah, and it wasn't really hot, but it was spicy. And it was really good. Got it with chicken. And um, they had a nice little tap selection there. We had mm-hmm. beer. And uh, it was a nice little cool atmosphere. It kind of reminded you of like a little college kind of like dive barish. It was kind of dive barish, but kind of upscale. The area was really cool. Yeah, they cool. did have beers there and the area was cool. There was a little back alley right. kind of area that had lights strung up and um it was just like it reminded me of like there's this little alley with like, you know, that was um with, you know, paving stones. It was kind of like Elfrith's Alley in it Old was. City in Philly. It kind of reminded me of that minus the historical kind of buildings, but it was that kind of little alley which was cool um so and there was like places outside there was a little patio so i imagine in nice weather because it was freezing nice <laughs> weather um that would be a really cool place to be it would and uh there was a couple of nice little restaurants all around there too and we were enjoying the food they're sitting they had a little bar area plus they had other tables and we had some drinks there and then then i looked up and i noticed something that was on the wall and i was like oh maybe i don't like this place as much anymore yeah it was like we were chatting with some friends we we're like Guys, this place is great. I highly recommend it. And then we both look up and I, I just said one out of 10, don't recommend. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I know I took a, I think I took a picture of it and sent it to you, Kyle, but um, there was an FC Cincinnati thing on the wall and we're like, dang it. <laughs> well, then the funny thing is the guy who was serving us, he was talking about it. Cause he's like, oh, is there a game there tomorrow night? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh man, thanks for telling me. Cause I got where, I guess they have a location near the stadium as right. well. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh man, it's going to be slammed this and so we were chatting with him a little bit and and again really friendly individual and then uh so we ended up heading out there and uh went to um there was esoteric brewing and that was like just down the street yeah so we walked over there and and it was it it was a really cool space it Uh, was um they had like a really nice front area it was like lots of little places you could sit like couches and um little tables and things and then when i went to restroom i wanted back they had like a little gaming kind of sports area that overlooked like where they brew the beer Mm -hmm. so when you walk in front you're like oh this is a nice little place but it's really big in the back too and and it was a friday night though and it was dead like everywhere was dead it It was was friday night and place was dead yeah but What'd you think of the beers? 
thought the beers were good. Um, I thought Listerman's were the best ones I had that night, but Esoteric oh, was sure. pretty good. Um, so I forget what I had at Esoteric, but we got a sample. We did get, yeah, we got. That's right, we got a um, yeah, we got a plate. So tried some different things, and yeah, they were good. I mean, I wouldn't say I the IPA that we got and brought home with us. That was pretty good. That was probably mm-hmm. the best beer I had. Those um, were our drinks of choice after the game, and we were t- we just had those in the hotel after the game. Yeah, we did. Um, and and so that was our Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Saturday we got up and uh, we had had a uh, commenter, um, uh, somebody that saw that we were in Cincinnati, and yeah, someone who's you know in PA, but is an FC Cincinnati fan and had been out there, I guess, and so recommended um spots for us to check out yeah and uh we went to taste of belgium yeah um, so they have a few locations in the area um it was good and they're known for like their waffles and um they have chicken and waffles which i love chicken and waffles although surprisingly i didn't get the chicken and waffle no i got i got the chicken and waffle with uh, the sausage gravy it was good yeah so we I went to it. yeah we went to location um it's actually near the um Bengals stadium yeah and we did some walking around mm-hmm. afterwards what before we go on show uh everybody some of the pictures from around the stadium area yeah um what would you think of the uh place it was kind of cool it was like a belgian beer bar and then they had like a little restaurant lots and- of pastries and obviously they had a lot of waffle type things yeah i thought it was really good i had a kind of a waffle sandwich it had um ham and brie and apples and stuff on it and it was really good and you got french fries so it was kind of like when we went it was basically brunch at that point yeah and i opted for more of a lunch option so um yeah it came with fries and an aioli sauce um so it was really good definitely recommend there's a lot of stuff on that menu that sounded really good that i would love to try still there was um and the cool part about that was it was right by the stadium so mm-hmm. i imagine either during a reds game or a Bengals game that whole place there's a lot of cool little restaurants. Yeah, that whole area is really cool around there. Yeah, and we walked around. So um, after we ate, we uh, definitely did a little walking. And uh, right uh, down the street, like we said, is uh, there's where the Bengals play at Paycor Stadium. Yep. Um, Which the next day they were playing the Steelers. We saw Steelers fans around, and I was glad that the Steelers beat the Bengals. Just I, I don't like the Steelers either, but just, you know. Shout out to Todd and Skyler, who yeah. are both uh, Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of there's like this overpass right mm-hmm. right out in front. Of, if you're looking at my mouse here, um, right here is kind of where the Taste of Belgium was. But, Just around the side of the building. Yeah. yeah and But this looks kind of downtown a little bit. And then uh, we walk. There's like a little park area. You can walk across the bridge. Yeah. And they... Um, a nice little sign there. Sing uh, the Queen City, if you're just listening to it. It says, Sing the Queen City. Yep. Yep. And then um, and then here's the uh, view from the bridge. It looks- so, yeah, they have like a whole um, kind of river walk thing. Like they have and a little playground. The river. There's playground. And that um, you can see Great American Ballpark where the Reds play. And um, the bridge we were on, which is closer to the football stadium, it uh, has, you know, walkway. You can walk the whole way across. We walked about halfway out. Yeah. If that. So, all right. Um, so, yeah. So then we decided to um, walk around there a little bit more, but then we mm-hmm. decided to head over to Kentucky since you've never been. Yeah. So I got to check another state off my list. Um, so right across the bridge, Kentucky, we would have gone to a bourbon bar that was recommended, but it wasn't open. Yeah. So we went to a distillery that's right near the river there on the Kentucky side. And it was New Riff uh, yep. Distillery. Yep. And so we went in there and it's funny, we're walking in and um, a guy and his son are walking in. And of course, they're, they got their FC Cincinnati stuff a lot, yep. but very nice. And I will say this, a lot of people we encountered just were really nice. They really were, uh, were and I, chill. And one of the things I, I heard a um, a person that I guess again another FC Cincinnati fan um, kind of DM me and was giving me some recommendations as well. That was the one thing with this trip. People were like, "Oh, you're here for the Union uh, Cincinnati game. Here's some recommendations." And I said, "Man, everybody's been nice." And they're like, "Oh, they'll give you hell for ninety minutes, right. but at the end, it's you know, kind of like what Jim said in his pre-presser. You know, well, we're it, like 
too. People don't. Yeah, I know. And, and they were, yeah. we really are. It, it's just, it was very, it was very cool. Like everybody there was real chilled, laid back. Never. And I, I really enjoyed our time. So, um, and by the way, the um, bourbon we got from New Riff is fantastic. And um, so shout out to our friends that enjoy that stuff. Jose. Jose, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, don't worry, Jose. We're going to be keeping some for you. So tell you what, um, during the Eagles game, uh sunday night yeah that having some of that was needed because <laughs> oh my goodness if you watch the eagles game so, but anyway so then we uh headed out and we decided um to head back into town and check out finley market yes finley market spelled like Stu finley yes <laughs> shout out Stu. no um it, it was described to us and you know mike blankenmeyer um with sons of ben he had sent out all kinds of info and um he has lots of family ties to that area so he's pretty well versed in it and um, thinley market was one of the places that was recommended it's kind of like you know it if you think about you know reading terminal it's a much much smaller version of some that sort of thing or like um much smaller market but it it was cool yeah and we, stuff uh, inside and outside and met up, so we basically met up with some uh friends of ours yeah um and walked around there. Um, and yep, shout out to Kristen and Dave. Yeah, and, and so Finley Market was really cool because like there's that little market area that's enclosed, and that has like shops, um, food stands, kind of like Ray Market. But then all around there, there's shops, cafes outside of there, mm -hmm. and then there's shops lining both the side streets. So it's and very then, walkable. And then there was like an outdoor farmers market. Yeah right by the little like and there's like a little playground park area right up across and then it kind of goes out of town yeah and it, let's talk about the fact that they have the connector they do have the connector which we rode and then we realized it's going to take a lot longer yeah we're like eh, we got to get back because our parking is going to be up so it's basically a free like streetcar. it's you know it's on mm -hmm. rails and everything and it goes around in a loop and you just hop on you can hop off where you want and it's free philly get on that okay? right and, like, and also, it's awesome it takes you to all the sporting uh, areas so you can like yeah. literally from one area of the town you can hop on go right to the stadium free of charge um it was nice and you know i thought that whole downtown cincinnati was very very nice um lots of shops and cool places um and we'll talk more about the area around the stadium here in a little bit but no, um, I wanted to ask, uh, Friendly Market or Reading Terminal, which do you prefer? Oh, Reading Terminal, hands down. Yeah, I, I do too. I think it has more uh, food selections. Yeah, we didn't actually get anything at Finley Market just because like, we were not hungry. We had just eaten. Yeah, but it but was it cool. Good. It was so cool good. to check out and something that definitely we would love to check out more. And of course, my buddy Mike Hopes has been there uh, a lot with wrestling so he was texting you and I about jungle gyms. He kept like telling us to go to jungle gyms, which for those of you that don't know, apparently jungle gyms is like, like a huge international market. Yeah. It's like, he, he said to me, it's like Trader Joe, but like, is like the grand bazaar of like supermarkets. So if anybody out there has been to jungle gyms, please let us know because some of the locals are even recommending that we check out jungle gyms. Um, but yeah, the, the, it was a really cool time. So then we decided uh, to check out a brewery that you and I have had beers from around that have yeah. been here. And it's really well known for its sour. And that's Urban, we, Urban oh, Artifact. Yep. Yeah. And we'd heard it was a really cool place to visit too. Yeah. And it is because Urban Artifact, believe it or not, is inside a church. Yeah. It's a former church. Yep. So you enter right through where the little uh, my mouse is here down below, and you kind of walk in. And they do have um, like live music and yeah, things up there. top. And it's yeah. like apparently a really great venue. But as you can see down below here, um, we had yeah the tap room, and we had a flight, and tried some other things, and everything was fantastic. I mean, if you like uh, fruit beers, sours, oh my goodness. Even their, um, they had, I had the IPA there. It was like their house IPA. It was phenomenal. And then I had that banana beer. That was really good. Yeah. Um, had a bunch of different fruit ones and they were very good. They actually had a pickle beer. I did not try and I like pickles, but I don't know how I feel about that in a beer, but, um, yeah. And then 
Um, so let me ask you, yeah. which of uh, of the breweries you went to, which was your favorite? Oh man. Um, so I, I really enjoyed, I think I just had the most fun probably at Listerman only because like there were stouts and I had those and it's a great time of year for stouts, <laughs> but uh, also urban artifact had some really good sours and we ended up getting some to go. Uh, I had the key lime pie one that we got. I had, I tried that last night and it was really good. We got the blackberry as well. Yeah. So I haven't tried that one yet, but it sounds good. So I don't know, like I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. I, I, I personally thought urban artifacts, um, the whole area right there was Mm -hmm. awesome with the church mm-hmm. um it's a cool venue mr men's i thought the beers were a lot better yeah i thought the beers were so good and also i just enjoyed like um talking with the bartender and and just chilling out there so yeah so then we decide uh to head to the stadium um and uh met up uh went to taft's uh yeah so basically we ubered in because we went back to the hotel we ubered in and we were meeting up with some people that we know again Kristen and dave um we were gonna check out um taft's ale house which was way bigger than we realized when we first looked we're like oh there's actually three floors where they are um you know where they have food and drinks and it was there were a lot of people there and one thing i noticed is you know there's so many places near the stadium and they're just filled with FC Cincinnati fans. It was. It was it was packed. And, and it was interesting because there was like all these shops and restaurants and everywhere mm-hmm. you went, you just saw FC Cincinnati fans. The one cool part, though, like everybody was saying, you got to check out the porch. We walked by the porch. We were going to go in. But oh, it was, the pitch, you mean. I mean, the pitch, yeah. It was slammed. It was. It, it was like Cincinnati fans. So I was like, no, I saw some Union fans when we were there? looking in there. Like, there were some Union fans in there, but it, it, you could hardly even get in there. That was the yeah. Yeah, but um, as soon as we walked into Taft Alehouse, um, there were actually some Union fans right inside the door. Mm-hmm. We walked in, it's like, hey, but That's one of them from Lancaster. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably knows my sister. I guarantee, like where he said he lived is like right by where some of Kendall's friends live. So, so yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, everyone knows my sister. So yeah, let's um go into that. So we hung out around there and kind of walked around, and then. Uh, it, it was time to head to the stadium so um so this is where kyle abandoned me and went to the stadium no we actually walked over to the stadium but then uh yeah, we, earlier yeah, and got took, these pictures and we took a couple pictures here mm-hmm. and that was us before so all here, right so this is where it's just me okay and so, i took this video this is us gathering like we're just across the street from where the tailgate was for the people that did the um, philly sports trips tailgate which we did not do but we met up there, um, our friend Conrad and his son and Kristen and Dave, and there were other people then as well started gathering. So we kind of met up there on the corner and then we did a march in. And um, the thing about the march was, well, we, we did our best trying to be loud. We didn't have any capos. And so this girl and me and a couple other people tried to kind of like lead it. Mm-hmm. And um, the problem was, just the front and the back would get a little um disconnected on the chairs <laughs> and the chance and so we uh, but we made the best we could and so of course as we marched in then we went around like kind of a parking garage and there were fc cincinnati fans around there and yeah. and they start you know like of course giving us crap um and we gave it back you know just good yeah. natured you know whatever and so yeah we marched in and then we went up into the stadium yeah, and so after I left you, I walked back because um, for those that don't know where we showed the picture where we took, that's the front where you went in and they're mm-hmm. in the front. Um, media is all the way around. So I literally had to walk all the way around the stadium to the mm-hmm. other side. And it's just like this little, like you kind of walk then through like gated parking lot and kind of walked right in. I saw Jonathan Tannenwald, him and I walked in together. Mm-hmm. um and then you take an elevator up and you're in the press area um i asked him how many times he's been there and he said this is actually the first time he believes he was there for a union game he's been there a lot for like uh u.s women and u.s men's games but um he said this was his first time 
yeah. which actually I thought you'd been there before, but uh, yeah. So who from the union was, uh, you know, in the media there up in the press box? Um, if I'm honest, it was me and Jonathan. That's that it. That was it. Now I know I talked with Greg and I think Scott, they were thinking about going and I know Todd and Jose, we, we had talked with them about going as well. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, Kyle for, and Jonathan Tanwell were the only. I mean, for those guys, we're all we're, we're you know we're not tied to you know we drove eight hours out. I'm sure Jonathan flew out, but my thing is where were Matt George and I'm shocked though that you two were the only Joe Tanzu. I mean, I thought they would be there. I, yeah. I mean that 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 was the shocking thing. I thought there'd be more union press there it's i think it's crazy that there weren't more there i, I mean for that game yeah I, I mean i think now again i know some people had some things they couldn't work out yeah i mean it's thanksgiving weekend and everything and so i'm and... not really knocking them no, i'm just surprised that there weren't more there no no but I, I think you know i went out there um to cover the game and um yeah so um this is a picture from inside the press box um, it was it was nice. Uh, really spacious. Got down front row there. Um, you had a plexiglass or whatever um, in front. Was it actually like not cold in there? Um, they opened the top so we got some of the sound. Mm -hmm. So that... you weren't freezing your butt off like I was. No. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and here's another picture. And then okay. here's your picture from you. So yeah. I'm over here to your left. That we were on the top level there, mm -hmm. and this is your view yeah and um so that is from where the supporters the away supporters were so we were kind of up high and in the one corner um so yeah that was our view and of course the little um roof kind of covers everything so and then this is me taking a picture of you guys up there yeah and we had definitely over 100 people there when all it's said and done yeah, yeah yeah and then um I want to take some video. This is kind of just a real quick little video I took of like when they were setting off the fireworks and ending the light show. And then here is when the teams are marching out. And as you can, you guys can hear, the only thing I didn't like is you really couldn't hear anything. Like I yeah. couldn't, it was all muffled. Even when they scored the goal at the end, like it was just kind of like, okay, it wasn't like you didn't get the energy, you know? Yeah. So that was the only issue I had with that, um, with the glass. But I will say this, everybody in the press area, really nice. Um, shout out to Justin from Cincinnati Soccer Talk. A uh, really cool guy. Him and I sat together. He's a big AC Milan fan. So we, we sat there a lot, and he was telling me a lot about the ins and outs of, you know, Cincinnati, what was going on. So we had a great conversation. but. Mm -hmm. um, let's um let's let's get into the game a little bit all right um so from kickoff um i was about i would say first 10 minutes into the game i was about to post you remember rocky four of course all right i was about to post the uh image of paulie when like it's in the first round and, and Drago's just hitting him and hitting Rocky and he just turns to Duke and goes, he's getting killed out there. But mm -hmm. I couldn't find the, the meme to send, you know, because I couldn't find it because really my first five, first five, ten minutes, I'm watching this game going Cincinnati once again, you know, and this has been the union on the red this year. They, they just started off slow and Cincinnati was just taking it to him. And for me, I'm thinking, oh, God, we're going to get scored on early here and blah, 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 because, you know, and then we managed to actually get through it, of course, till <laughs> we didn't get scored on until the 96th minute. Well, and the things, but, go ahead. Yeah. The things for me were, you know, that first half, you know, they come out and then we start to settle into the game as it went along. Mm -hmm. But early on, Martinez gets all chippy because they were saying F. Apparently, uh, word was coming down from people in the press. They were talking to people in support. They were chanting "F.U. Martinez" or "Martinez sucks," and of course, he gets all of them. Um, I was saying, you know, again, we saw it. I mean, we were getting smoked on that. <laughs> like Bizo, even low a couple times, we're getting smoked early on, and they give up almost a couple chances there. 
Yeah. Um, we were creating, but not finishing. When have I heard that before? Um, you know, on a set piece. And then, then they almost put one in and Blake makes that nice little save. And Andre, I'm, our savior. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, where is the set piece defense? And this is like halfway through it. And I'm just like. This Cue is- the gym clip. Yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the 34th minute, you know, the year building and then Blake makes another nice big save. I forget on who Mm -hmm. um but then we finally start as i said kind of 35th minute on into half we start building getting some chances Mm -hmm. jack i think it was jack finds a nice ball um plays a nice ball gets eventually gets to mikhail who has sitter and of course what's he do shoots it over there was another set piece nate got ahead on the ball but shot over wide so again Mm -hmm. You know, we were creating chances, and that's what I was saying. And then there was a play, Biza, one of his few really nice plays, makes a run up the side, crosses in, there's no one there. No one there. Set it up perfectly. And and I will say this. That has been one of the biggest issues with this union team compared to last year. Um, And when we get to our season end show, review show, I, I pulled up a stat. And I will just say this, and I'll show the numbers at that time. But the Union created chances this year. In fact, we mm-hmm. created just – we took as many shots this year as we did last year. The difference? Shots on target. Mm-hmm. We were hitting the target at a higher rate clip this year than we did last – than, than we did this mm-hmm. year. So – and that's what got. We were making the chances, and I was saying that to Todd as I was walking out of the stadium. You know, the chances were there. I mean, there were times that Cincinnati was giving us the top of the 18 to shoot, and we were not shooting the ball. So I'm sitting there going, you know, and they were giving us one side of the field, and I forget yeah. which side, but it there were times where we could have created chances, and we just didn't. Yeah. And, you know, and then Cincinnati, of course, and I wrote this down. Cincinnati, every time we'd have a chance, we'd kind of dick around the ball, lose possession. Here they go on counters yep. again. Oh, too many times. And then, of course, there was a stinking early yellow on Damian Lowe, which yeah, was which not low, but I, I feel like, and we can talk about the ref, but <laughs> I felt like that was a makeup call for that play earlier in the game in the box where he had that tackle and everybody. Oh. Yeah. Which, I mean, everybody in press box is kind of like, eh, it's 50 50. But um, we go into halftime, and I'm sitting there just going, you know, we just don't look good. Neither team looked great. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. Justin turned to me and goes, I don't think any of these teams are beating Columbus. And I kind of looked at him. I go, I don't think either of these teams are beating Columbus either, the way they were playing at that time. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on the first half? What was the energy like in the stadium? Um, I thought that, you know, we didn't play great and I that was disappointing I thought um you know Cincinnati their energy like in the stands was pretty good I would say they were not as loud as LA was that was my question okay so yeah um our fan section was doing pretty good again we didn't have a capo but we had a lot of good organic stuff going on um and a couple of the Ben's bastards who are in the 136 um they're in 136 normally with us um just down below us and like they were starting some stuff, um, you know, some different people were getting stuff going. So I thought our section did pretty well. And of course there's, there was a good natured heckling between um, our section and the Cincy fans that are in the next section. It wasn't like how it is when we play like NYC, when it's just like all out, you know, um, warfare there, but um, yeah. So that was my thoughts. I thought, you know, just it was so lackluster that first half. And really the second half, I, I didn't think when we came out again, like I kind of said, so going into the second half, I was like, okay, can you come out, maybe get get a get a goal late and steal one? Cause that was the only way I was seeing because yeah, that's what, what I was waiting for. Like, you know, just for something to go away and just we get lucky, you know, get a yeah, lucky and get out. Um, because mm-hmm. really, I I thought the ref, um, he sucked. Sucked for both teams. I mean, there there yeah. were calls. Even like some of the Cincinnati people were like, oh, "That's not foul. That's not foul." I mean, it was just 
the way he was calling that game really, I felt benefited um, Cincinnati a little bit because it was stop go. Union just really every time felt like they were getting some little bit of momentum. There'd be mm-hmm. some silly foul or some call. And I guess if you're on the Cincinnati side, you could say the same thing. Although mm-hmm. I thought Cincinnati took a little bit more advantage of the resets than the Union did. Um, you know, I, I I wrote down here. You know. When Martinez goes down, you know, and that, that should have been a red. That should have been red. That was, and then you had the flop by Mascara. You know, yep. I mean, that wins the Olympics um, for diving contests. I mean, between Mascara it. flopping and then, you know, taking out Martinez, he the, should have been out of that game. And shout out to the legend, probably rushing. Yes. Know, <laughs> for getting his second yellow. Well, he got red the first time, but getting his second card. So it's it's Steve's not going off the field with Martinez. And by the way, our fan section went wild when they announced um, yellow card issued to everybody Philadelphia. Saw... You know what was it? Philadelphia, um, you know, staff or whatever. And we're all like, yeah, Polly, you know, and everyone was going nuts. So funny story. I'll say this. So after the game, I'm sitting there right outside the locker room. Here comes Polly walking out, and Jim's walking by. He's like, sorry, Jim. And Jim turns to him and goes, it's okay, Polly. It's okay. <laughs> you were doing what you had to do or something like that. Like yeah. basically just saying, you know, I'm fine with it, but yeah, like Paulie, like the first thing was like, Jim, I'm really sorry. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> I kind of do too, because I was watching him and he was, he was jawling. I mean, he, some, we ever get him on the show, which would be awesome. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is my goal. But, um, you know, second half, again, we had some opportunities. It would get that ball inside and just, kind of just plays with it couldn't get an angle to get the shot off and you know harold had probably the best chance i mean sell time makes a great mm-hmm. save oh, Harry had shot. a great shot I, I i will say that was probably his best shot i've ever seen that him was the best shot in the night on our outside side. of his headers that was probably his best shot from open play i've ever seen um if if somebody wants to correct me on that that was ahead. our that was our best shot of the night that was me. our best shot of the night um and then um you know, we just didn't capitalize. I mean, I think, you know, we'll talk about here, but, you know, we get that set piece. They get that play in the 94th um, minute. And Which was eh, kind of soft to begin with. It was, but they get the piece, ball goes in. And unless before we, we talk about the offsides, uh, again, nobody had, and Jimmy said, there was nobody had a, a marker on those players. And yeah. You know what? You but, know, and then he got right in, and, mm-hmm. and as soon as that ball dropped right there, I'm like, "That's game!" And yeah, it went right in. Offsides aside, that was not good on our part anyway to allow that. This is what's happened to the union all year at times. I mean, mm-hmm. just late games, we have like bad plays. So, I mean, something's got to change there because last year, I mean, we gave up some, obviously, on restarts. I mean. Let's not talk about the restart uh, that gave up that goal. Oh, my goodness. Okay, seriously, we've gotten burned twice now. And you could technically, I think the third goal, the game, the COVID game, I think was off a restart too. Uh, um, Wasn't it when, well, didn't that happen? Baizo, like. Yeah, yeah, but it was off a restart. It was off a restart. I couldn't even remember it. I believe it was. If somebody wants to correct me on that, please. By the way, um, yeah, that. Two years ago today was the Eastern Conference semifinal against Nashville when we won in PKs. Yeah. And um, if any of you guys see my personal Twitter, um, my background is Andre, you know, celebrating and from that game. And I've, yeah. So man. my question is was it all sides? Yes. I think here's my question. And I, and I want to give a shout out to Kevin Kincaid because he broke it down very. He did very beautifully. It's not even about did the union deserve to win or not. Think about, and if you haven't go back, check his Twitter feed. He has his video on there. It's excellent. I mean, think about this. This is a top four sport, the Eagles, mm-hmm. uh, baseball, uh, some, a, a yeah. call where it is changing a playoff game. Basically, if this were the Eagles, they would be looking at all these different camera angles, analyzing the crap out of it. Okay. But not only that, let's say they don't, let's say they look but, at just one camera and then they come back and say, Oh, no, that's a touchdown or, or it's a, you know, yeah. and when it's clearly not, 
Even I hear the end about. Oh this. my gosh, no! ESPN, all your local talk shows, and uh, we've seen teams media. get burned like that. Uh, New Orleans. Um, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, then you go and look the next night, mm-hmm. and there's a Houston reg that that what was a handball that they should have gotten a PK. Right? Yeah, they should have gotten a PK. Um, somebody I was saw the video, but some people were like, it was a dog so so that's a red. Yeah, you know, and they really don't do anything there. So that's two nights in a row. Yeah, the MLS has missed calls. And look, we're not here to say we know what the right call was. All I know is when that goal went in. All right, mm-hmm. there was people looking around, kind of at the monitor, going, Ooh, "He's offsides. That's going to get reviewed." Yeah. And, and we didn't notice it as much because our angle is harder to tell, like the offsides, but. I saw on my phone, you know, I saw like people being, wait, that's offside. And then everyone, it starts going around. It's actually like, wait, he's offsides. He's offsides. Oh no. You, and then you saw, because they were trying to restart and the union are going absolutely like, yo, you need to check this. You need to yeah. check this. Like I'm looking down there. Jim's looking at the um, sideline official. Like you need to check this. And that's what makes me so mad. They could have done a thorough check of it if they check it and they do a good you know job of checking it and it's deemed to be okay it was a good goal you know or whatever okay i can live with that but the fact is it's utter crap that they did not do a thorough var check of that when it is at the end of this game it is a champion you know it's a semi-final right the season is on the line and it's utter crap it is and here here's what gets me afterwards and i'll hop ahead a little bit to press conference so jim after the press conference turns to me and jonathan and says is it was he offsides kind of jokingly like was he offsides um jonathan talked about what pat brennan um who is uh i believe works for one of the papers in cincinnati i guess he they you can go into like Mm -hmm. this pool if you're in the press and get like asked for explanation they said something about mm-hmm. they determined that the second defend second to last defender kept him on or something like that and, and it I, can't be his arm because the arm doesn't count no what i said to jim was very manufactured jim i literally was looking right down on that line where yeah. that line was i saw that line and to me in the moment I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I was like, all right, he's all sides. He's all sides. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, it appeared that something was off. Like when Mm -hmm. we have been to enough games from the press box and the Mm -hmm. river, and you can tell where you're like, ooh, is that that's going to get maybe reviewed. There was that moment where I was like, ooh, that might be off, you know, and no one around everybody around me was kind of like, yeah, that might be off. And everybody was kind of shocked. Everybody was shocked that they did not review that play. So if you have a bunch of Cincinnati reporters even going, wow, I'm surprised they did not review that. What yeah. does that tell you? Yeah, and I saw that too. Like coming from Cincy people, even that, you know, those reporters. We had other fans yeah. going, dude, that was dirty. I'm sorry, but you cannot let that happen. That, like I said, if they legit scored on us and it wasn't, okay, I can live with that. Okay, I would be happy about it, but I can live with it if it's legit But it was offsides okay at the very least it should have been checked right and like more than just trust me bro it's offsides it's pretty much <laughs> to quote the Kincaid I think it yeah, said like me. like that kind of that's basically what it felt like like really at the end of the day I think what's more for me anyway is this hasn't been the season, right? That has lived up to expectations. We can agree on that. Yeah. All right? It's been disappointing. But that was just icing on the cake because now the union yeah. don't have closure. No, this, you know what it feels like, Kyle? It feels like two years ago with the COVID game because, right. Okay. Last year was heartbreaking against LA, but, you know, and we, had our chances and it was a great game otherwise and but that's the other thing we had our chances this game not you know uh, but the fact is it feels more unfair like I, last I year that. yeah the covid game that felt freaking unfair too okay i i think at the end of the well 
I'll say this. And I know people are probably going to say, we didn't deserve to win that game. And I'm fine saying that. Yeah. I mean, we weren't playing great. We didn't deserve to lose that game that way. way We lost that game. I mean, honestly, if if they came back and said VR check complete, it's a goal. Okay. Case closed. I'm done. All right. Season's over. Cool. Let's move on. So after the game, I went in press conference. All right. If, and I encourage you to listen to it. I had a whole bunch of questions. One of them being the ref's performance, one being about the offsides call, what, what they were seeing on the field. Um, and what about the break coming up? You know, what are the plans? You know, how do you do this? But the whole time I'm walking down the elevator and then getting in there. And by the way, I was in the press uh, where they do the uh, post-game media. I was sitting there by myself looking at my questions. And there is a question that hindsight probably should ask maybe something different. But I just wanted to know. Because Jim's going on and he's got, talking about the game and this and that. I just really wanted to know, Jim, what do you say to your players after this? And he gave his response and, you know, all that. But when then afterwards, after we were talking to Jim, we went in the locker room. And, you know, I'd been in the locker room before, um, but they didn't want to talk. You could look at there. It was quiet. They were just getting dressed and getting out of Dodge. Um, and I stood there for a while. And then I think Jonathan was trying to get some interviews. I just left because you could tell on their face that they felt that they were kind of done dirty in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. And having been an athlete, been in that locker room, you don't want to talk to anybody. I know I get I it. Blame them. Now I get it. It's a professional responsibility that we have every right to ask some questions. But for me, what are you going to get from them? You might yeah. get it like that was that. And, and, and maybe down the road, hindsight, you know, this is my first year doing it. I, sh- I probably should have. But being in their spot, being a coach, you can even tell, you know, Jim, like, you know, that was the end of the season. They're, they were devastated. Yeah. And they felt that they were done wrong. Yeah. But, Having said all that, at the end of the day, the union season is over. Yeah. And we're up in the um, stands and, you know, basically, oh, and funny thing about that is, well, during the game, we all started seeing Mr. Brightside, of course, as we often do. But at the end of the game, and I heard that they always do this, is they, since he, you know, in the stadium there, they played Mr. Brightside as they're all Mm -hmm. celebrating. Now, of course, we're all like devastated, of course, in, in our section. But then we, after we just start, like probably about half our section just starts wildly singing along to Mr. Brightside and taking it back, taking it back, you know? <laughs> um, and, you know, it just, for me, and it's kind of like, I still remember seeing this in LA. It's just our players sitting on the ground, just like devastated, basically, you know? And and I hated seeing that. And that stuck with me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I saw, and of course our guys, like when that game ended, you know, you could tell that hurt, you know, they wanted more. They, they were disappointed in themselves. They're disappointed for letting, you know, themselves and their team and their fans down and everything. Mm-hmm. Now um, it was very, just telling like um, Bedoya, he came kind of halfway over towards the stands and acknowledged our fans, but no, the other players did. And I, that was a big thing I noticed. Like that's normally they'd come acknowledge the away fans. They did the MLS Cup. Yeah, they did. And this time they didn't, I think they were just so like down and feeling done with, I don't know, yeah. whatever. They were just in their feelings, Still. I guess, which I get, but um, I appreciate that Allie came over at least he always does. He's, you know, as you know, class act, like I said before, you know, when I've been in a way, actually, he goes, comes over at Colorado. He shook each of our hands. And there were about, probably about 30 to 40 of us that were at that game. So it's not like we had just a couple people, but he like shook everyone's hand that came down and um, at the end of the game there. And, but um, what sucks for me is I, I do hope that's not the last time we see Allie in our uniform, you know. And Jim left, let a powerful message go and, and the players get, got behind. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. There's a lot more 
which we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about in the coming months yeah. and weeks. There's a lot more questions now than answers going into this off season. Um, there is. And, Next few you know, be I mean, and, and just to tie the bow on this, you know, it's okay if you're listening right now say this season was utter disappointment. I get it. I, I don't necessarily there. There are some good things and bright things I take away from this season. But at the end of the day, and I'll go into it more um, at our season review. That's a fair point. Because at the end of the day, we did not achieve anything. We brought everybody back. The expectations were high. We didn't meet expectations. And and people, that's so that's fair. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, we can sit here and say, oh, this, they did this. They did this. They didn't win a trophy. And so because of that, you had to say it was a disappointment. Yeah. Now, we're going to put some stuff to that. We but, were tired. We played a lot of games. And we could go but, on about a lot of this stuff. But But, hey, look at LAFC. They're still in it. And if they yeah. win the cup, that, that whole argument goes out the window. Um, but also look at their at their, you know, payroll. Look at what Again, they have. That's another argument. That's that's another... a whole other thing. But yes. um, you know, it's definitely, you know, like I said, disappointing. And for those of you listening who are also Phillies fans, it kind of feels like how we did after we choked and lost to Arizona. You know, That's a fair point. Um, we we're expecting to go back and maybe go win that World Series. Yeah. Did I think we were going to go win the Cup this year the way we've been doing this season? Eh. But I thought, especially with Cincinnati missing a couple people, that maybe we had a shot. If we could get through them, then who knows? Um, but well, that's how it went. And um, now we have, yep, lots of questions for the off season and. Um, you know, and the next season will be here before you know it. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, it's funny how we were freezing our butts off at the beginning of the season. Here we are freezing our butts off. Well, at least I was. I had multiple layers on, by the way, and my toes were like frozen. <laughs> I had two pairs of socks on and boots. I had like two layers of pants on. I had like probably four layers of tops on um, and gloves and the whole thing. And I was so cold. Um, but, you know, before you know, we're going to be freezing our butts off in February at the Sub again. So yeah, but um, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I think the first Cincinnati, I would go back again. Would you go back? I, I definitely want to go back again. I had a blast there. It was a cool stadium. The city was fun. You know, people were great. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely. So if you're listening still, definitely check out FC Cincinnati. Go to a game. Uh, we highly recommend it. In fact, I think it's probably one of my favorite MLS cities so far that we've visited. I am disappointed that we don't get to go to Columbus this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to We talked about going to that. But, hey, at the end of the day, we get to, you know, at least, you know, now have some time to regroup um, and go forward. So, I'll yep. be interested to see coming up, you know, with some of these deadlines, what moves you make, you know, what Jim says in his uh, post-season uh, post press conference. Um, but, again, a lot more ans uh, questions than our answers at this point. But let's not end on a, uh, on a negative note. Uh, we got some questions. Um, yeah, we got some, some people fun actually did. Um, first off, Mike uh, Barrera uh, wants to know, what is your favorite artifact or uh, item that you didn't purchase this year? Yeah, he basically asked, you know, which um, apparel or accessory do I regret not getting this year? So what's the... Okay, so I'd have to think hard on that because, to be honest, things that I saw that I, you know, liked, I've and, <laughs> and to your annoyance at times, I went and got. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, I, I waited a while on getting the concert shirt. I would have regretted it if I didn't get it. I have no regrets about getting that one. I do love that one. And I got most of the um, tops that they put out, like um, the jerseys. And the only one I didn't get was the Love Unites one, which it's nice, but I don't really regret not getting it just because, right. I mean, it's a, it's nice, but it's, um and, and I don't regret not getting the Captain America one because like I said, it just looks like, um, you know, wallpaper for my MacBook. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, probably the one thing, one that I 
do like that I didn't get was, and it's in like the team store is it's like the black sweatshirt and it has like PHL on it or whatever. I, I like that one, you know, it has like kind of, um, yeah, it's just like that. I, I do like that one. Um, there was also, I was just waiting for things to get like cheaper. Um, the jacket that I got is actually way cheaper now, go figure. But, um, also there's like more of the kind of cream colored, um, union sweatshirt that I know, um, some people got and it's really cute. Um, I, again, I don't know if they still have that for sale in there, but that one was a nice one. Yeah. So, um, there are a couple things there, but for the most part, I kind of got everything I wanted. And, uh, the only yeah. thing I would say was there was that, um, live brief football um the one hat that they had not the 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 mid uh midnight navy one that they had yeah that one or the light blue one the dark one i like that a lot that one's nice that was nice that was the only hat i would that was the only thing i was like i really kind of want that i'm not a hat person really i mean i have a couple oh i'm so glad i got the pink one i have absolutely zero regrets about that one because i never saw it in the store again after no like the i got lucky enough to get it plus it's signed by michael ua now but yeah i agree like i really like that hat that you're talking about and that's what i would wear if i you know again i wear hats not much um at least not like baseball caps those kind of things but and then um we have one other question and i gotta read this one because our friend billy sent this one um i gotta go back and find it here um and now i can't find it that's okay i got you um so apparently on um more philly union podcast yes they asked which union player of all time would play which instrument in your four-piece band drummer bass player guitarist singer um so of all time that makes it interesting um let me make it let, let's make it interesting for you all right let's say from 2021 to current okay well first of all okay singer I don't know how good any of these guys sing, but Julian Carranza, just because he'd be a good looking lead singer. Okay. Okay. All the ladies would love him. You know, he's cute enough to be in a boy band, you know? Um, So why not? Um, I'd love to know if he has any singing ability, to be honest. Okay. Um, For guitarist, I, again, I, I have no idea if these guys actually play, but you know what? Jacob Glessness, he is this big, sexy Norwegian. Okay. See, he, I'm thinking him more for bass. He could be bass or guitar. I'm saying bass. He's yeah, a, bass. He's, a, he's bass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, come on now. He he could be definitely in a band. Um now I know for a fact Andre Blake can play the piano. If we were discussing a keyboardist or pianist of some sort here, it would be Andre. But I feel like Andre could keep a beat. I feel like he could play drums yeah and i'll tell you who i would get on lead guitar i get jose martinez on lead guitar because you know he's got that attitude i was thinking that too (laughs) yeah um so yeah there you have i think um you know those would be probably the picks yeah that's a good question that's a fun question so um Coming up on this offseason, of course, we're going to have some more guests on, interviews. Uh, hopefully, we get some players and other mm-hmm. other people in the media on here. Um, yeah. And then um, we're going to be coming up next week. We're going to be doing our post-season um, review, kind of doing our projection review. Try to just go over the season. Um, maybe have some fun stuff we got some fashion coming up obviously down the road mm-hmm. we got some winter fashion from you christmas is coming up yep jillian has so- got something in the works with that and then you know obviously we'll have la um so we'll probably yeah. be doing some of that that'll be exciting and that's right before my birthday so yeah a lot to come up uh with even though um it is now the off season so a lot of union coverage still coming our way yep and of course you know in the meantime birds are 10 and one do we get to focus on i guess some of the other philly sports oh by the way sunday there were two teams that we agreed on how about it kyle 
Yeah, go go Eagles for, for beating the Bills. Hey, you guys heard it there. Hey, hey, Dolphins got a three point, uh, yeah. three game, three point, three yeah, game he, lead. Yeah, he was just cheering for the Eagles, you know, to help out the Dolphins. I didn't there. Say cheering, I was just happy. Uh huh. I was happy the Eagles won. Yeah. So, but... anyway, that's all the time we have for this episode. The one team we agree on. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We love hearing from you. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please send them our way. And until next time, I'm Kyle. I'm Jillian. And we'll see you at the game. Not for a while. That is true.